thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Nailer Taliaferro, here at the huge convention, live at Pod Row. Thanks to Jobber uh, helping us put this together uh, and, and being a, a, a proud partner of Pod Row and all the podcasters here. And I am joined by JC. How do you pronounce your last name? Because I didn't want to butcher that. Oh, uh, well, I appreciate that. Janowski, JC Janowski. Oh, that's pretty, that's pretty good. I kept the first name easy for everybody. Yeah, JC Janowski, right? Yeah. But is the C for Janowski? It is. So my original first name is Jared, and for whatever reason, a bunch of drunk college kids couldn't figure that out. So they said, hey, we're just going to call you JC. I'm like, all right. So it's stuck uh, for 20 years now. Wow. But but it's, so it's Jared Chanowski. Yes. Gotcha. But a.k.a. JC. Mr. The, Christmas. Yep. I was going to say the Christmas light guy, right? Yeah, Mr. Christmas. It, was that you yesterday? I saw there's a lot going on, and you had like a Christmas blazer, like blazer on? Yes, sir. That was pretty epic, yeah. man. I'm, I'm, I'm a Christmas guy myself. Like, I love, you know, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Like, so classic. People. Yeah, classic. And like the building over right over on the other side there, right here that has all the Christmas lights. I'm like, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. They're, dec- they're decorating in the parking lot now for, for Christmas for the uh, the Opry. Nice. Yeah. So I really get into that stuff. So I wanted to kind of dig into that a little bit on this podcast because um, a lot of folks in the lawn and landscaping industry are, are like naturally trying to extend their seasons depending on especially where they are in the country, um, like especially further south, you can really extend it out, you know, all the way through January, right? If you Absolutely. add Christmas yeah. lighting, because you got to set them up and then you got to take them down. So I know some folks are getting into that and I, and I know there's value there. So I want to dig into that. But First, why are you the Christmas guy? Why are you the, what did you call, what, what are you called? Mr. Christmas. Mr. Christmas. Yeah. Why are you Mr. Christmas? So my backstory was like, I didn't grow up very wealthy. So as a kid, my father, my mom, and my sister, we get the car up in New York and we just drive around, see all the Christmas lights. Like, and back in the day, it was like Clark Griswold everywhere. Right. Everybody had the old incandescents, put lights everywhere on the roof, hanging wherever they were. And that was like the joy of our Christmas was driving around. And I just remember those memories. Yeah. And as I got older and I had kids, I was that guy putting the lights up for people to drive by and see that our house. And it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And seven years ago, I was at a trade show like this. And they said, we hang Christmas lights. I'm like, what is this? Like, no, you can hang Christmas lights and make money doing it. I'm like, there's no way somebody's going to pay me to hang lights doing what I love to do. Everybody loves hanging Christmas lights. I'm like, no, like you, you, you just wait. Right. And then it just progressed. Um, 2016, I started my first house. It was like November 27th. I hung lights for my first customer. I'm like, ooh, this is kind of fun. Wow. And that was part-time Christmas lights, part-time pressure washing, full-time Navy. So I took it out very slow. And for the next two years, I did part-time Christmas lights, part-time washing. I was like, I really want to do this, like go all in. So 2019, we went all in, started Patriot Illumination. And finally started hiring some team members to get us going. And we were the brand for our community. Like Christmas light installation in southern, uh, southeastern North Carolina was not big yet. Up north it is and some other areas. Texas really big markets. But where we were, nobody really knew about it. And yeah. it was like an education piece for them. Like, hey, we're going to hang the lights, install them, maintain them, take them down. Storm like, oh, this is incredible. Right. So for the last seven years, we've just been building our brand. We're on track to do $1.2 million in lights this year. That's a lot I of just lights. have a lot of fun doing it. And like, yeah. I just love talking to people, training people about it, and just showing the potential to keep their guys busy year-round so that they're not hiring and firing and retraining because all that's expensive. So if we can have an opportunity to keep your team on an extra three or four months throughout the season, maybe get through February maybe a little bit low and then pick it back up in the springtime, it's a win for everybody. You're, you got some added revenue to your, your you know bottom line, top line over there. You get to keep the team. They're happy. You're happy. And now you got more customers. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And you have uh, a couple of sp uh, speaking engagements here as well, right? You already did one yesterday, right? And you yeah. have one today. Yeah, yesterday we talked about growing your Christmas light installation business from zero to a million. I laid out the roadmap on the things you need to do to be successful to get there. And then today, you know, you come to these conventions and you get all this information. You're like taking notes, putting stuff in your iPad, your notes, taking pictures, and you're like all this stuff. And you go back home, you're like, I'm going to do all this stuff. Right. And you don't do anything. It's like, <laughs> right. what, where do I start? So yeah. we're going to talk about the power of implementation, figuring out the one thing you're going to focus on when you go home. Just focus on that one thing. You don't need all those things you wrote down. They're going to come, but we want to focus on one thing. Because if we could do one thing at least 80 90%, there's a good chance you're going to get that thing accomplished. And then we'll go to the next test. So it's about prioritizing the things you learned here. What can I implement today? Even right now, while I'm here right now, implement so I can get that out of the way and go on to the next test. Nice, nice. Yeah, that makes sense because I I've been to um – I haven't been, when I say I've been to a lot, I've been to a trade show a lot. I haven't been to a lot of trade shows, right? <laughs> so I, the, the, the big one in the long landscape, it, we used to be called the GIE Plus yep. Expo. Now it's called Equip. Um, and it just gets bigger every year. They rebranded. It's getting even bigger now and all that. And they're, and they're really, you know, changing and evolving with the times, right? Really focusing on technology, social media, really connecting with podcasters, you know, YouTube content creators, all that. And just bringing so many more people um, to the, the industry and to that expo. So I've been to that like since 2015, mm -hmm. I think. So I've been going for a long time. And that's what you said is something that we, we try to, you know, all of us content creators try to say that on our content before, during, and after that, that event, like, you know, you come, you come out of there all charged and ready to go, but like, you know, you, you don't even know where to go right, with yeah. it. It's, it's like, oh my gosh, I got a whole book full of notes. And it's, yeah, like, it's like throwing spaghetti at a wall. You hope something's going to stick. <laughs> right. But if you go in there with a plan, like what is your plan for purpose to go here? I mean, find a reason. Do I want to network with somebody? Do I want to learn about a new piece of technology? Do I want to know about some software? Know why you're going there. Have that purpose. Get that out of the way. And then everything else is a bonus. Get the networking. Introduce yourself to new people. Talk to people who are in your area. Talk to people in different markets. See what they're doing to be successful because I only know what I know. But if I talk to you and I talk to him and I talk to her, now I know a lot. Right. Yeah. Networking is key. And, and um, the huge convention makes a big impact for like the, the size, right? It's not, it's not like the biggest convention in the world, but there's a lot of people that pack in here. Right. And they do a the huge convention does a really good job of having a lot of opportunities like a lot of seminars classes mm -hmm. pre-show classes you know all the all the speaking and uh that's all included in the ticket price. Yep. Of course, the ticket price is more than like an Equip Expo, for example. But but you would, then you just have to pay extra for those classes. Right. Equip Expo, yeah. and it's a different type of class offering. So I've noticed a lot of a, a different variety here that is good for any entrepreneur business. Like yeah. whether whether you're putting up Christmas lights, cleaning windows, or cutting grass. Really, all those things have very similar business principles that overlap. Right. Absolutely. They, like the stuff that you were that you talked about and, and are talking about. Like whether it's what are you going to do with the stuff you get from the trade show you know some guys are talking about like you know profitability and knowing your numbers and um, marketing yeah. and all these things of course they can be more specific dialed in like type of marketing for pressure washing versus this and that but ultimately the overall concepts can still be the same for folks such as yourself that are very successful or you know that have million dollar business and have obviously gone through a lot to get to that point so you can kind of share all of that so I, I feel like the huge convention does a really good job at having all that in addition to the the showroom floor like they have here. Yeah, so they, I mean, over the years, they're, they're realizing that you know more businesses need to get 
in, in here and find out. Like for me, seven years ago, I went to a pressure washing trade show. I didn't go to a pressure washing and Christmas light trade show, but there happened to be a Christmas light vendor talking about that. Had here, I not, like the huge convention was a pressure washing show back yeah, then, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So same thing. They're evolving knowing that and business is business. Now, mowing a lawn and pressure washing are two complete things, <laughs> right. but running the business, we run on the same fundamentals, same uh, principles of right. how to get things going, the hiring, the training, the systems, the processes. Right. So that you can learn anywhere. I can go to a roofing um, convention and right. learn about things. And I might even learn things that I never even thought about from marketing on what they're doing to be successful and be able to apply that to my business as well. So I love getting people outside of their comfort zone, which is sticking in your realm, the, the lawn care, or the pressure washing, the lights, and go see what other industries are doing. How are they doing all these like millions of dollars within the first year? Granted, they're higher tickets, but what are they doing to be successful? Because you can still apply it to your company. Right. Absolutely. So let's let's talk about uh, if if you don't mind, like what are some maybe like some tips and tricks for guys that want to get into Christmas lighting? Like I, I've heard some people talk about it, and there's definitely some do's and don'ts. Like I'll just throw some examples out just to give you like an idea of what I'm talking about. Like you know, not going to like a big box store to get lights, for example, right? Like finding like a vendor that you can bulk order lights, yep. having like a certain selection of some different types of lighting patterns or setups for people to choose yep. and not have every single house customized to, you know, Grandma Herfenerblers, you know, old lights in the attic. Can you just put these up the way I want them like this? And you're like, oh, uh, grandma. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like you have to really structure it and keep it or otherwise it's like insanity. Right. So like, what are some do's and don'ts? And, and do you agree with what I just uh, said? Yeah. You know, grandma, she calls me every year. And I'm like, no, not again, grandma. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Welcome to Toro Tuesday. This week, I'm talking about the Multiforce Aerator. It's a 38-inch wide multi-force aerator, so it's another attachment. Um, it's not a powered attachment. It's still something you can just put in. You don't need the high-flow hydraulics like the snow blower and uh, the power broom. You just attach it to the to the front receiver hitch, and you can just lift it up and down when you need to. You, this way, you can transport it, getting it on and off the trailer, and so on. As well as if you're going from you know a, from the sidewalk to another part of the lawn or across the driveway, and so on. But this is a unique aerating attachment uh, instead of being a core aerator like traditionally which leaves uh, unsightly hard plugs to accumulate on the lawn just takes longer for it to break down and not everybody's you know into all that um, some some businesses some homeowners actually would prefer not to have uh, their lawn look like that after aeration so this is another option for you to be able to aerate those folks with it's called a hooker aerator so basically it scoops you know it, it still punctures the soil and and scoop and it goes uh, in depths from approximately half an inch wide um by one and a quarter inch long and up to three inches deep uh he's basically scooping the soil uh so that it's it's looser looser plugs of dirt that disperse so that it breaks down a lot faster and you and you don't even really notice it as much on the soil so and for those of you that don't that don't know even what aerating or what the benefits of that is that's that's just like it says aerating you're aerating the soil by by taking removing some of the soil all over it's allowing the roots of the turf to spread and expand. It's allowing for, again, more nutrients to get in, air, water, sun, 
um, you know, uh, fertilization, fertilizer and uh, lime, all the different nutrients can get down in the soil better when you loosen it up. I know for me here in um, Richmond, Virginia, Central Virginia area, we have hard, compact clay soil which is uh, our natural soil. So it gets really hard and compact. So it's almost mandatory. Actually, the state of Virginia recommends every year aerating um, our, you know, your, your lawn to, to break that up, to get, you know, break up all that compaction to help get the turf to, to stay or get healthy every year. And we do that in the fall here so that the, the grass has time to recover. We also put down fresh seed around that time as well, because it's a good opportunity to get all the seed in the holes and fall is a good cooler time of year for the seed to germinate and grow and get nice and thick before, um, you get back to the, the hot summer the following year. So that's kind of the, the thing that the deal there and this aerating attachment helps me uh, be able to get that done faster. I have a stand-on aerator as well uh, from, from Toro. So I can use these kind of in tandem, um, especially with it being 38 inches wide. I can cover a, a decent area a lot faster and it being attached to the multi-force going up to 10 miles an hour that the grandstand multi-force going up to 10 miles an hour back and forth. I utilize this for the larger lawns that I have instead of being on the stand-on aerator, which is smaller, more compact, a 24-inch uh, wide, so that I can get in the, the smaller gated backyards and things like that, just smaller yards in general. I'll, I'll use that. Um, but for the bigger yards, it's not nearly as fast because you have to do more passes because it's more narrow, and it just isn't as fast. It doesn't go 10 miles an hour. It's a stand-on aerator. It's not it, it, that's not it's not meant to go that fast uh, versus the Toro Grandstand Multiforce. The mower itself goes up to 10 miles an hour. So you put this attachment on there and you just go for it. And it's wider so you can cover more ground, you know, less less passes back and forth and you can go faster. So um, I really use it for my wide open, larger yards, again, in conjunction with, um, you know, my stand on aerator for the smaller sections and smaller backyards. So it's been a really great asset for me. Again, for, for all the visuals, you guys want to check it out, see how it works, see how it looks. This one's really tough to explain, you know, all those details and how it looks and how it works. Um, and, and you might even be thinking, you know, like the whole scooping and, you know, how is it scooping versus pulling plugs and all that. You can just check that out. As always, click on the link in the episode description uh, for Toro.com. It'll take you right there and you can check it all out. Hey, guys, did you register for the Equip Expo yet? The sooner you do, the less you have to pay. You can use code LCR to save 50%. There is also a link in the episode notes to get you there fast. But if you're already on the website, you can just type in promo code LCR to save you 50%. Also, did you hear the rally is going to be at the Yum Center at 6 p.m. on Thursday night? The same place where the Third Eye Blind concert is going to be? Downtown next to the Galt House. That's right, the Yum Center. They're gonna, we're going to have the rally there at 6 p.m. So I hope to see you guys there. That's free. Thanks to Echo and all of our other brand partners, like always. But this year, it's going to be at the Yum Center, downtown next to the Galt House, where Third Eye Blind Concert's going to be. Hope to see you there. Again, link to register for, for the rally and to save 50% off Equip registration is all in the episode description. Hope to see you there. It's easy to get into Christmas lighting. There's not a lot of fixed costs up front. Most of you already have a pickup truck, whatever. You have a crew, so that's easy. Grab a couple ladders, and you're hanging some lights. 
that's easy, but doing it right and doing it smart is hard because they think like, hmm, let's just go hang some lights, make a bunch of mistakes. You know, it's going to be expensive. The lights are going to go to the big box store, spend more money than we need to when you can be saving a lot more money, buying, you know, a commercial grade LED light. Yeah, that's custom. the other thing. Those big box store lights probably are they're more expensive, but they probably don't even work as well. Well, yeah, then they're going to get callbacks. Yeah, yeah, they're going to get callbacks all the time. You can't customize them. You can't cut them. You know, there's so many variables to doing that, but on the big picture, if you're trying to be a professional and the industry leader in your market and work on your brand, you know, you need to do these things. And, and we, anytime we do a sale or talk to a customer, we always like to hit five points of value. We're going to do the free in-person custom estimate where we're going to go to your house and customize the, the Christmas light experience for you so it's fit to your house. We like to do the in-person estimates. It brings the average ticket up and it helps with our closing percentage because now we're there talking to grandma and showing her the lights. We're pointing to the house saying, yeah, we're going to hang the lights over here. We're going to custom cut them over here. We're going to put garland over here and wreath. And then she can visualize that while you're talking to her because we have some marketing material. She's like, oh yeah, that wreath would look great up in there. So that, you know, we're playing on those emotions and right. now she's like, oh yeah, I really wanted that right there. So this is good. Instead of like, oh grandma, we're going to put like 1200 bucks of lights in your house and we'll be by in three weeks. Well, what, what are you going to give me? So right. getting to the customer and talking to them in person, huge selling point. And then we're going to custom cut all those lights. We're going to custom fit them to your house. They're not going to be bulk light line in the corner, balled up with some uh, electrical tape. You know, this is custom fit for your house. We're yeah. going to put everything on a timer so you don't have to worry about going at night, turning the lights on, plugging them in and plugging them out. That's all taken care of for you. And if anything happens to go wrong during the season, which it usually doesn't, we're going to be back within 24 to 48 hours to take care of those lights for you. So now we hit on, you know, the lights are already up. She doesn't worry about getting on a ladder. She doesn't have to worry about pulling the lights in and plugging them out because that's a huge issue. They don't think about timers. Now, if anything does go wrong, they're commercial grade LED lights. Not all your lights are going to go out. You know, if one light goes out on the roof line, only one light's going to go out. Not the whole roof yeah. line like on Christmas Eve when you're having a Christmas party. Right. You know, the, the Clark Griswold experience yeah. is not going to happen there. Right. But that's not all. We're going to come back in January, take those lights down for you, and store them in our warehouse so you don't have to worry about moving that box 10 times throughout the year. Yeah. So we just packed in five, like, huge value points for that customer to say, oh, my God. Oh. I, and you're going to do that? Wow. So now yeah. we've got them excited. Took all the, their holiday stress decorating experiences away from them because we're going to handle that for them. And they just have to worry about the inside of the house. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So what what do you see um, like the, the future of Christmas lighting? Are there any like like new latest, greatest things, technology or, or, or types of lights or way to hang it? There's all kinds of cat contraptions and gadgets and gizmos for yeah, like homeowners, yeah. but I'm sure commercial is a little bit different. Yeah, RGB is the big thing right now. There's uh, red, green, blue, the you know the color changing lights yes. and all that stuff like that. Gotcha. So that's like the newer technology, but as a whole in the industry, there's really nothing like spectacular coming out in the right. next few years. Like it's not like the 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 fourteen thousand X turbo lawnmower that you guys right. have or right. like going to battery powered. Like we're yeah. not gonna have bat autonomous mowers yeah. that mow the lawn. <laughs> yeah, on just their push own. the button, yeah. yeah. So not nothing really, but it's more like design. You know, different color patterns people are getting excited about for every year. It used to be the traditional warm white, then it was the candy cane. I think last year we switched over to we called it the Grinch. Or no, Buddy the Elf, where it was like two green, one cool white, two red, one cool white. So we just like switch up different yeah. patterns, give them options because nice. they want to be different. So yeah. that's probably the big thing. Is, is it like just houses that you typically, like just the house, I mean, that you typically do? Or do you do like bushes and some other landscape things? Yeah. Like so how, how comprehensive can it get? We'll go as big as the customer's budget goes. And that's what we tell them. Like your imagination is our limit. And, and we get them excited, but we say, but 
you know, also your budget is, <laughs> right. is our limit too. Right. Because if you have a five hundred dollar budget, well, we're not doing anything this is today. What you get. Yeah. But if you're gonna tell me you have a ten thousand dollar budget, like we had a customer, it was uh, four years ago. December 10th, he called. Oh, man. And it was his secretary that called me. They lived two hours away. This was his beach house. And he was coming down Christmas Eve. Wow. And I, and he he's like, to look oh, nice. he wanted the looks. And I was like, there's no way he's going to prove this. It's a $14,000 estimate. And she's, she texted me back and forth, asked me all these questions. I'm like, oh, I'm just wasting my time right here. Yeah. She's like, next answer to her question was, when can you do it? I'm like, mm, like two days? She's like, let's do it. And that was four years ago, and every single year, $14,000, we're putting lights up in this guy's house. Wow. And that's Customer, small. Customer, client for life. Yeah, and that's small. I mean, I know guys in some of the bigger markets, we're in a very small market. I mean, they're doing twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 on houses. Yeah. And it's just insane. Wow. So you're, you said you're in North Carolina, right? Wilmington, North Carolina, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm up in uh, Richmond, Virginia oh, okay. area, so I'm not too far. I, yeah. I was just down in North Carolina not too long ago. I was down in uh, Charlotte area, so um, so not, not too far. So that's, that's, that's good to know. But, yeah, the beach... The whole beach scene there, there's probably a lot of beach houses for yep. Christmas and all yeah. that. Yeah. I love it. And, the, you know, the big thing for anybody that's looking to get in the industry, I just, my biggest uh, thing that I love to stress with people when they start out is get the training. It's so easy to start, but if you can train effectively and train your team how to do things, your efficiency will increase. If your efficiency increases, your capacity increases. So if you're just starting out and let's say, you know, you're selling some tickets and you're doing like $700 houses, that's a low average ticket. And you're only doing, let's say $2,000, a day with a two man crew. That, that's decent numbers. But if you had a well-trained crew that had, that was very efficient and you could increase that capacity to $3,500 a day, and then you're selling, because you're providing more value and then you brought your average ticket up to $2,000 a day, just those small little numbers right there moving will like, make a difference of like $25,000 over that season because you took the time to invest in the training. And there's a lot of great training programs out there. There's usually two-day trains. And I tell everybody it's enough to get you excited, but not enough to make you dangerous because you're not going to be able to learn everything when it comes to Christmas light and installation in two days. Right. But take that as a fundamental, a baseline to get started and then train as you go. And as you learn new things, make sure you, you complete that training with talking to your team saying, hey, this is what we learned yesterday. This is how we can do things better because you're constantly evolving throughout the season. Right. That's a, a great segue because I was going to ask, is that like something that you offer training or, or, or what resources, you know, can people go to when they're just starting from scratch so that they can learn and then they can show, train their team and all that? Yeah. So always do your due diligence out there. There's a lot of uh, companies out there that are doing training. I'm part of Clippa, C-L-I-P-A. You can go to the Clippa.com and they do training. We just got done doing Monday and Tuesday here at Nashville before the huge and um, just put on a, a really good in-depth classroom training to kind of give you the fundamentals. We get on the field a little bit trained, and we talked about business principles on things you need to do to be successful when it comes to sales. Um, you know, scheduling is a big proponent too because talking about route density, which I know all the lawn care guys know about that. Yep. You know, you want to make sure you're targeting certain areas. It's on my shirt. Oh, oh. <laughs> route density. No, look at go. that. What are the chances? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you want to make sure you're getting it all in there because you don't want to drive 20 minutes when you can just stay in the five mile radius right there and knock right. out all that. So all those little things that the lawn care are very aware of yeah. applies to that as well too that's awesome so um what 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 do you have going on personally like what where is your business going and and you know you're going to do more speaking and you know what 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 what's what's in your future yeah so um I, myself and three other business partners we just started a company our mastermind group called beyond the bulbs and we found there was a need for christmas light installers to have accountability throughout the year we get so busy october november december we're installing lights january everybody comes takes the lights back down and they're like oh, 
I'm going to take some time off because it was just a mad rush for that time. Right. They made some decent money, and now they're going to be like, well, I'll just start thinking about lights in July. And that's the worst mindset to have because you lost out on so many opportunities throughout the year to be successful. If you're looking for commercial clients, well, they have budgets, which are usually approved the year prior. But if you're going to wait till October to reach out to them, they're not going to get that money. So if we're reaching out and targeting to commercial clients, if we're targeting to clients or prospects that told us no, let's say they in, uh, well, let's do December. They called in December and I said it was $2,000 to hang lights in your house. Well, I don't really see the value of putting lights up for two weeks or three weeks for $2,000. All right, great. January, we call, hey, Naylor, we got an opportunity for you. $2,000, you know, you're worried about getting lights up in December, but now we can lock you in, get your lights installed November 1st and put you on a payment program so your $2,000 gets broken up over the next 10 months and now you're only paying $200 a month. So now it's affordable and you get to enjoy the lights for eight weeks. What is that? You know, how does that sound sound to you? And you're like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, lock me in. So now you have um, payments coming in throughout the year with cash flow because you get all these customers saying, yeah, let's do these payment programs. So now you have some cash flow, reaching out to new clients, talking about saving, let's say it's 2023. Um, You know, we're locking our 2022 pricing if you book now and then getting out to those commercial clients. Every single person is a possibility of a client. Don't look at a commercial client and say, well, they're not going to do it. Now, I wouldn't go to like a Lowe's or a Walmart. Right. But, I mean, we've hung lights on dentist office, yeah. bicycle shops, a pork skin factory. Like, oh, wow. In the middle of nowhere. But their only reason to put lights up was so the community would come to their place and just look at it. There you go. So, it's, like, it's, it, a, it's a form of advertising. Yeah. And every, every, you know, every building, every storefront, every residential property is an opportunity for a client. Absolutely! Wow, yeah, that's good stuff, man. Where where can anyone? Uh, get, it, are you you're on social media and all yep. that too, right? Can yep. anyone uh, reach out to you? Where, yeah, so where, on where Facebook, can... because good old Mark got to get me verified. You'll find me at Jared Chanowski, J A R E D Chanowski, C H A N O W S K Y. Instagram, which I'm still trying to figure out how to use. I think J C under it score Chanowski. Okay. Um, and then you'll find me on YouTube. We're getting a lot of YouTube videos out there on you know ways to be successful and start up your Christmas light business. As well, so okay. And what are you on YouTube? Ooh, that's probably just JC Janowski. I don't know. I should be. I should probably like do research probably, on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll do some research behind the scenes, and when this episode comes out, we'll put all that, all those links in the episode notes there, so people can go and click on them, and, and if they hadn't already, you know, searched it on their own while they were listening. So awesome. Yeah. Good. Is there anything else that we're that we're missing? Or no. I mean, if you're thinking about getting in the industry, it's not too late. I mean, even October, November, it's still not too late because it gives you an opportunity to at least get out there and see if it's a good fit for you. Christmas light installation is not for everybody, and that's okay because you only get one shot when you hang Christmas lights for a customer. When you mow a lawn, you pressure wash your house, and something goes wrong, I'll come back tomorrow and fix it and make it right. But if I'm hanging lights for a customer and they got all the family coming over, they got Facebook Live going, the community's over, you know, grandma's out there and she's getting ready to plug the lights in, and they plug them in and it's a big fail. You're not coming back tomorrow and getting that experience again. So yeah. when you do it, you know, you got to make sure you do it right. That's why train's really important. Uh, you know, building up, up yourself personally and professionally to understand the ways to be successful instead of just saying, well, I'm just going to throw some lights in a truck and call it a day and, you know, hang these lights. So just invest in yourself and that investment will pay dividends. Yeah. What, um, one last question that I had actually that I just thought of. As far as, because it's, it's a short season, right? But you're saying you can still kind of extend it as far as like the planning and selling and all that, get people signed up. But you can, clearly, you can cr- create a business just on Christmas lights without having to have all these other things like pressure washing or lawn care mm-hmm. landscaping. 
But you could obviously add that onto your landscaping business and all that too, like have a separate crew train. They bang Absolutely. it out yep. when things start slowing down, you know, in, in the fall, and and then uh, it really extends the season, which is why a lot of these guys are thinking about it because instead of being like you know done in November, you know they they're 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 just getting started again in November. Right. Yep. If they're not doing snow, there's no snow anywhere. Like they can really focus on the Christmas lighting, and then in January they're taking everything down, and then and then they can just kind of rest up in February and then get geared right yep. back up again in March Spring for landscaping. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All that stuff. So, um, you, you you do think that that's that's a, a attainable goal for for folks if they do it the right way? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. But again, it, it, it's not going to come by doing it on your own. You're going to make a lot of hard, expensive uh, mistakes. Yeah. That's why I'm a huge proponent of getting a coach, getting a mentor, building up your tribe for people to rely on. Because I'd rather go talk to Brett, Ryan, Matt, my partners, and be on the bulbs and say, "Hey, what'd you do to do this?" Instead of let me try this and see how it's going to, you know. Right. How it's going to work out. I'd rather learn from their mistakes and do it the right way the first time. Right. So find your tribe, get out and network, go to these shows, talk to people, and just see what did what did they do to be successful from the start instead of like why did it take them seven years to finally get it right? Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you, JC. Yeah, thank I really you. Appreciate you awesome. being on that appreciate on the it. show, and I'm sure I'll see you again uh, throughout. And uh, you have your speech. What time tonight? So, uh, tonight, four o'clock. We'll be up there talking about implementation. Nice, nice. Can't wait. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you to the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. And until the next episode, this is the Long Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.